Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Shema. And I'm Eddie. And this is the rollback. I forgot to say reviewing Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, fuck reviewing Hawkeye. Fucking reviewing okay. Hawkeye. Yeah. All right. Um, oh. So this show, I didn't know that we needed, but the one we deserved right now. Okay. I didn't know that was that was your initial thought. Okay. Uh, Hawkeye. Uh, former Avenger Clint Barton has seemingly has a seemingly simple mission: get back to his family for Christmas. Possible, maybe, with the help of Kate Bishop, a 22-year-old archer with dreams of becoming a superhero. The two are forced to work together when a presence from Barton's past threatened to derail far more than the festive spirit. So, Hawkeye, possibly the least interesting of the Avengers, got a TV show. To finally address the great question of whether we needed a Hawkeye movie, we didn't yet. We got a TV show. I don't know if this this hit you the way it did me. It did though. You didn't like it, or what do you mean? It's not that I didn't like it. I I, I did like it by the end, but when the first two episodes uh, showed up and I watched them, it didn't hit me until the end of the second episode where I went, God fucking damn it! I'm watching a Hawkeye show. <laughs> like this is how Marvel has me. It has me by the balls. This is like they know that I'm going to watch everything that they do because I need to know how it keeps happening in the story. So here I am watching a goddamn Hawkeye show, <laughs> which is weird because Hawkeye and Jeremy Renner. I'm gonna say this directly: it's the least interesting part of the show. Um, yeah. I don't think so. I, I think his interactions might be the most interesting part of the show. From in okay, so the first time I ever really actually liked Hawkeye was in Age of Ultron when he was a mentor to Wanda for just a moment. And he said, look, I'm shooting arrows. We're floating in the sky. None of this makes any sense. But yeah. if you walk out of there right now, you're an you're Avenger. Avenger. You mm-hmm. know, like, like being a mentor to this girl who's just scared and freaking out and him taking on that role. This show is just that on like a much grander and better scale because this is a fellow Archer who is a lot like him. And they even address some of the knocks. Like... He's just an archer. He's just a person. Like, what's so special about Hawkeye? They address it. Even he even tells Kate, why the fuck do you care? Like, why do you idolize me? And he, she says, you taught me that all that being a hero is a choice that you can make. You don't need to have a superhero serum. You don't need to get bit. You, you don't need to get bit by a bug, be a billionaire playboy philanthropist. You don't need to be a big green monster with gamma radiation. You just have to have courage and the willingness to make that choice you know yeah if hawkeye can be a hero any of us can yeah and and fuck that's cliche but it's true yeah no it 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 was effective it was effective uh by the end we're introduced to to kate bishop played uh perfectly by Heidi steinfeld um Heidi steinfeld is one of the new great talents of acting she was nominated for an oscar when she was 12 and after that she's just been having all these hits uh she's managed to do it all comedy drama um superhero she has a singing career uh she's fucking insane um and she she's great in everything she does she hasn't been bad in anything really uh, she was the voice of uh, Spider Gwen into the Spider Verse, so she—it's not her first turn as a superhero. She was great in uh, in Bumblebee. Hell, she was really funny in Pitch Perfect. So she's got she like, the chops. Pitch yeah, uh, she's got the chops. So 
she as Kate Bishop to me made a lot of sense. I thought she nailed the role perfectly. The only thing that was a little distracting is she's wearing these contacts and she's making it makes her eyes look stupidly clear. And I don't know, something about it felt kind of off. I don't know if they did it to make her look like uh uh Vera Formiga who plays her mom or why, but it, it was the only thing that was a little distracting. But I thought she was great. She she played like this little fangirl character, kind of what Spider-Man is to Tony Stark. That's yeah. what she is to, to Hawkeye and what Ms. Marvel is going to be to, to Captain Marvel eventually. Mm. So I like her and she's the heart of the show. So um, I like how the show takes place in Christmas. Like the whole thing is just him trying to get back to his family and he just keeps getting derailed by all these really stupid situations. That was funny. That that brought a, 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 a lot of weight into this MCU show, and it made me care because, like, I, I want to see him get reunited with his family for Christmas. That's and they in end theory. up tying a lot of things in the middle. Yeah, they, they yeah, it was in theory. They end up tying a lot of things in the middle. I like uh, this, this. This show is is wholesome. This show is lovely. Um, hell, even the 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 the, the track mafia. I fucking love those guys. The track, oh my god, the part where she's like, just talk to her, like that you don't want to go see Imagine Dragons or whatever, or you want to, whatever. And then the end, uh, when he's like, Hey, I just want to thank you, man, for that advice. I talked to my girl, we went to go see Maroon 5 instead. That's awesome. So, why do you have a gun? He's like, I'm uh, sorry, I, I just I, I wanted to tell you, thank you. It's like, oh, bah. yeah. Um, this show, I was not expecting to like it so much, but that's been every MCU, every uh. Every uh, Disney Plus MCU movie uh, show, like, I was not expecting to like WandaVision that much. It was great. I was not expecting to like Loki that much. It was great. Um, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier was great. Like, I was not expecting to enjoy all these shows so much, but no, they built them all properly. And this show is so simple, but yet so good. And it's so small scale. And I love that, you know, Loki is about multiverses and timelines fucking WandaVision bending the bending reality. And then here's this show. Hey, I need to get that watch and go home. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. so small scale. So good though. Yeah. And they managed to introduce characters that I think we're going to keep seeing. Definitely uh, uh, Kate Bishop. I loved the return of Yelena from, from, uh, Black, from Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. I, I like how they continue that, that story. Uh, they, they, they close the chapter of her, on her trying to get, uh, to get Hawkeye. Um, I like the, the truck mafia. I like uh, uh, Echo, the uh, um, Maya Lopez. Yeah, she was great. She's getting her own show too. Yeah. So uh, she, I, I think we're gonna keep seeing her. And of course, the return of the kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio, who played him so beautifully and so elegantly in Daredevil. He returns in the last two episodes, and he's a force to be reckoned with, man. I love that he's back. I just remember thinking, like, isn't she going to get overwhelmed? And sure enough, I was right. She got over fucking overwhelmed when he was uh, fighting, when they were fighting. Because even yeah. says, like, you know, stay out of this business. Like, kid, you're too young for this shit. You know, you're a child. Get the fuck out of the way. Um, which obviously she doesn't. Um, there's a lot of great action sequences also in this show. Uh, from the archery that Kate Bishop does to the close quarters fight scenes with the tracksuits and uh, between Echo and uh, Hawkeye. Or I'm sorry, uh, Echo and Ronan at one point. That fight seems great. There's just so much good in this, but also so much cringe. Like what? A LARPing. I'm sorry. You've never LARPed? Nope. I have played have you D&D. Ever... 
but I've never LARPed. No, I played D D with you, but have you ever been to like a comic convention and like dressed up? Yes. Okay. It's kind of like that. Yeah, but like the depth of how far they go into it and being like, all right, we're going to have a circle fight. It's like, wait, what? I don't know. That's the only cringe that I couldn't handle in this whole show. I need to take you to a renaissance fair. Please, no. Okay, can I be a knight? Can I be a knight? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay, then let's go. Yeah. Can I claim a throne by beheading the king? You You have to pee on it first. I have to piss on. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. I feel like you. Uh, I feel like you really find yourself in, in one of those. I, I don't. I, I don't know why. What you're finding is cringy. Because like just like the scene where like he's like fighting Hawkeye. And he's like, just kill me already. No, we need to make it look convincing. It's just like no, no, no. I think I think playing the these way way cringier than actual art because at least art be like you're holding a fucking sword like. Hmm. Like, but in D&D, on. you're telling a story. Like, Hawkeye, really? Hawkeye's going to lay down and let this guy kill him? Like, for, for, for prop points? Come on. Hey, New York is full of weirdos. It, to me, it makes sense. Are you besmirching New York, sir? Yes. What are they going to do? That's fair. Next. Yeah. yeah um, no, I, I thought... But I thought the, the, the scenes were good. I, I, I'm, I'm really liking this format of like shorter mini series for like to tell more chapters of these of this ongoing story. But I am getting like a little concerned that like we're introducing a lot of characters. And that's why I like that they're re- reusing characters they've used before. Reusing a Daredevil in Spider-Man as his lawyer is brilliant. And reusing Kingpin for this is also brilliant. Uh, yeah. Kind of makes me feel bad that the ending of season three of Daredevil did not did not uh, they managed to end that story, but it would make sense. This is an ongoing uh, an ongoing series. It's it's uh, he he was bound to get out. Um, yeah, you know, you know, I'll be honest with you. I was enjoying the show so much more up until the last episode, and I was kind of disappointed that we never got Hawkeye versus Kingpin. I was kind of looking forward to that. But I did appreciate Hawkeye and Yelena working their shit out. It needed to happen. Which, by the way, the best part of this show, to me, the interactions between Yelena and Kate Bishop. Those were fucking gold. I thought those were fine. I thought they were so funny. Uh, The way that they worked. Hell, even in the last episode when they're kind of fighting, but they're also, like, complimenting each other. Oh, that was a good throw. Hey, good catch. Yeah, and, and then and then the slope of where Kate just goes like, hey, you know, it's it's the holidays. Let's go get a drink. And she's like, okay. After I kill, you know. Barton. After I kill Clint Barton. Yeah, like, like Gilena is so down to be her friend. I just got to like, do this he, one thing first. Yeah, like, like she doesn't have anything against her. Like, that's when they're in the elevator and they're just standing next to each other. They're not fighting because they don't want to fight. Like they're not like the fight is not with each other, and I like how they respect that too in, in a weird way. Like to a point where like Kate Bishop slaps her, and he's like, "Where did that came from? Like, why would you do that?" And she even goes like, "I don't know." Like, <laughs> I don't know. I uh, to me those attractions made a lot of sense, and they, they were they were unique because like you don't see those kind of like parasocial uh, relationships in these kinds of shows. So I liked it. Well, like, um, and the Eternals, to be fair, the Eternals showed me this. Um, in the Avengers, they were more co-workers slash good friends. 
but like the Eternals were family members. Mm-hmm. And the, the interactions between Kate and Yelena, like far outweigh any interactions between like let's say Thor and Tony. Yeah. 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 Um it, it also helps <clears throat> that Haley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh, those are like the two of the younger new talents that we have. Like those two are gonna win Oscars one day. Yeah. And seeing them together in, in several seasons was fucking great, man. Do you think it's, they just uh, hmm? but, no I was just saying do oh, you yeah. think do you think they just riffed off each other or do you think they had their dialogue like written down? I think uh I think they have like dialogue written down and I think they also let them riff a little bit because also they're not they are still playing characters. Like mm-hmm. one is just more outlandish than the other. Uh Yelena is great, but she's uh she's kind of a wild child. Mm-hmm. So when she's paired up against uh, Bishop, who is a little bit more calm, kind of fangirl, but but more and and, and very uh, with a lot of energy. But in that moment, like she she's very def- she's very defensive in, the, in in that moment, and she doesn't want to open up, even though Yelena has nothing against her, like to the point where she even asks her, like, "Hey, tell me like what to visit in New York? It's my first time here." And she she, she gets excited. She's like, "Oh, sure, you got to see the tree." Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't doubt that they they allow them to riff a, 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 a little bit with each other, but I don't think it's gonna be the last time that we see those two together. I think we're gonna see them team up at some point, or like I don't know, maybe in the next, maybe we're Hawkeye gonna see season them. Two? Maybe no, no Marvel show has been confirmed for season two except for Loki. So I think Barton is. They don't address this, but I think Barton is retired, and, and I think she's gonna be like the full time Hawkeye now. I hope so, but then, I, God damn, I want more adventures with Hawkeye now. Like after all this, I want more of that. I um, want him to raise his kids. That's what I want. And they're like the the oldest one. The oldest two are like in high school. One's in middle school. One's in like elementary. They're fine. He lost them for five years, and he just lost them almost for a whole Christmas. All right, they're fine. He's fine. Um. No, um... I do want to see them keep interacting, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, we get maybe another... Maybe maybe we get a Hawkeye movie with just Kate Bishop. I don't know. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Uh, she, can, she, she can carry it. She, she's cool. And not going to lie, did, were you expecting the mom to be the bad guy? Because Nikki actually like, called it early on. I did not, but I did I did expect the the stepdad to be innocent. Um, I think he was kind of weird, but I did think, like, ah, he's probably just, like... Eccentric. Kind of a cookie, cookie eccentric, rich dude. Well, um, oh, I do know that in uh, in the comics he plays Swordmaster, and he is uh, he is a Hawkeye villain. Okay, um, so I guess right. he's, maybe he's just not a villain yet, or maybe he just won't. Maybe they're like the scrolls from Captain Marvel, who were like these great villains, and they just made them like randos. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, he works as like a good, uh, a good foil. Um, Vera Farmiga, who plays the mom, is too big of an actress, too good of an actress to play just the mom. So I knew that they were gonna use her for more. You know, she wasn't gonna be their hunting ghost, but she was gonna do something. Yeah. So was that kind of a dead giveaway that she was gonna be the villain? Not a villain, but definitely she she was definitely hiding something. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the part where she even says, like, Kate, is this what heroes do? Arrest their mothers on Christmas? Yeah. 
it's not the last time that we're gonna see her. It's the same thing with uh, Agatha from WandaVision. Like that's not gonna be the last time that we see her. That's what they kept her alive. But was but Agatha was a better villain, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. Well, yeah, because there's like three villains in this. There's her, there's Kingpin, and there's uh, uh Maya. Um, depending on how you decide to see her, we'll see what happens in her show because hopefully Kingpin shows up there again. Um, which by the way, he's not dead. I refuse to believe that he's dead. Um, no, nah, he's not dead. They wouldn't bring him back for two episodes just to kill him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I am hoping though we're gonna see him in maybe a Spider Man movie in the future. I would kill for that. He's such a oh god, he needs to show up with Spider-Man. Like it needs to happen. I would love nothing more. Well, there's there, a, there needs to be yeah. a Kingpin, there needs to be a, a Venom, and then I don't know who would be the third villain. Or I guess the Green Goblin. I get oh, they they will need to make another one. Ned. Maybe. Ned could be the Hobgoblin. Maybe. Ned could be the Hobgoblin. Um, I really want to see. I forgot to mention this in the Spider-Man review, but I would really like to see. I think I think the next logical choice is to introduce Felicia Hardy, uh, Black Cat, because uh, they have a history where like they date and then they become like uh, they become enemies, but they're also like kind of like still have this relationship. Uh, the PS4 game has a great storyline where like you're helping her and she tells us she she tells Spider-Man that she has a son, and the whole time he's like, "Is he mine?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's great. And her design in the PS4 game, it's fucking fantastic. And she's voiced by Erica Lindbeck, who's one of my favorite voice actors. Um, this is not a Spider-Man review. Forgot to say the <laughs> Spider-Man review, post-credit scene, Venom shows up, and who's serving him drinks? Danny Rojas! Rojas! Nikki, Danny Rojas! Nikki knows that football is live. Yes! Yeah. So, yeah. We had a great week. With like the ending, with like the new Spider-Man and the last episode of uh, of, uh, of 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 Hawkeye. Good week to be a Marvel fan, I think. Um, really good week to be a Daredevil fan because we got forty full seconds of Daredevil characters showing up in MCU movies. Fuck yes! Um, so yeah, Hawkeye is again. I retain it. Hawkeye is the least interesting part of this show. Um, but that's what I'm liking about the about these Marvel shows that they're not really exploiting these characters. They're just kind of telling uh, telling more of the story or telling us how this world is doing post Thanos snap, post Avengers breaking up, post uh, new heroes rising. Um, so I'm liking that. How did you feel about? Uh, did, did you remember that car scene, that car chase? Yes, that was fucking awesome. That was the right. action scene of the show. Yeah. That and the uh, the arrows, the 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 fight scene um, when they're skating, or not where they're skating, but when the tree went down, everything. Yeah, like like this show is very underrated, I think, in action sequences. Marvel still knows how to do one heck of a of a set piece. Yeah, and I think they nailed it in both. I think especially the car scene. The car scene was like the moment that hooked me to the show. Like, oh, I'm gonna keep watching this the day every episode comes out. Because with Loki, I was watching it, but I was watching it like, okay, you know, sometimes I will let like an episode like pass by for a couple of days and then I will watch. Uh, but not with this one. This one, mm-hmm. after I saw that car scene, I'm like, oh, I'm in. I'm so in. And it just kept upping the ante from the car scene to Yelena, to the Kingpin. Oh, God, they just, this, show, this show just kept getting better and better. I have a feeling that maybe they cut a little bit from the ending because it doesn't feel like a cohesive ending yet. 
But mm-hmm. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because I know we're going to see all these characters again, uh, especially Kate Bishop, especially Elena. And I'm happy with that. This was a perfectly fine serviceable show in a year where we had how many? Four of these? Five if you count yeah, one four. if? And three Marvel movies. Like, this was a good year to be a Marvel fan. Their, their new strategy is working. Uh, uh, I've re-subscribed to Disney Plus for another year, so here I am. They got me. Boy, isn't it? Uh, no, we've had four Marvel, four MCU movies. Four? Black Widow, Eternals, uh, Shang-Chi, and Spider-Man. Oh, shit. We did have four. Yeah, we had oh, one every yeah. three months. We were spoiled. We did. And we started like halfway through the year, right? Black no? Widow came out in May, I want to say. Hey, April. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, we're so spoiled. Remember, the Eternals just came out last month. Right. Jesus. And everyone already forgot about it. Yeah. No, I still love Eternals. It's in my I think it I think it's in my top 10. Which by the way, we need to coordinate that. When are we doing our top 10? Maybe right after the first. I'm probably right. gonna watch. Uh, probably gonna watch uh, Made the Matrix uh, Resurrections later on. Oh yeah, it's on HBO, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, how about this. like, how about at the end of like January we do our top ten? Deal. Sounds good to me. All right. Um, uh, not a lot to say about Hawkeye. I think it's it was a perfectly fine, serviceable show that moved the story along and it was fun. Close. Yeah, it was fun. It it closed some stories that needed to be closed, like Yelena's. Um, it introduced some new cool characters. It reintroduced some cool characters. Good job, Marvel. You you made me watch a Hawkeye show. Fuck you. <laughs> Wish this was a movie. But yeah, good movie. You really wish it was a movie? I think if it had been a movie, it would have been more Hawkeye focused. Like this felt like he it felt like it was a partnership. I kind of wish we had, had a Hawkeye like solo trip. Also. I would not mind uh, an old man Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Also, the blind dog that likes pizza. Oh, yeah. Lucky. Lucky was great. Yeah. I like how they also introduced the the whole thing about uh, Clint being uh, starting to lose his hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. There are also a lot of emotional moments. Shit. Okay. Now I'm remembering more and more of the show. There's some emotional moments of him apologizing to Natasha, especially at the building. Remember where he takes that? He's like, I'm sorry for everything. Yeah, and then they play the music that they play when he when when he she dies mm-hmm. from Endgame. So that was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, this was a smaller show, miniseries, six episodes, a good bench, good Christmas show. Last year we had the the Dash and Lily, and then this year we have this. So, yay! Happy Christmas to everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all a good fight. Fight. Yeah. Well, Did you stay for the after credit scene? Oh god, I hated that fucking after credit scene. Why? Why I, does nobody like the after credit scene? Because it's so it's it's cringy to a point of unwatchableness. That is look. Remember when we saw uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. And I said how if. Captain America was real and he did pass away and they put away his shield. That's exactly what America would do. They would just take his shield, give it to a random white guy and be like, this is your new Captain America. He's famous now. And they interview him at his old high school. I'm like, that is exactly what the fuck America would do. The Rogers musical 
it's exactly what America would do too. They would absolutely do that. They would take a cue from Hamilton and they would absolutely rock the shit out of that. And I would be the asshole that would want to go see it. So yeah, it makes it, it makes all the sense in the world that they would do that. Oh, thank you. No fucking thank you. <laughs> I get it, but no fucking thank you. Well, that's what happens when you live it. This is America. Jesus. All right. All right. Sport? Outro? Oh, um, B? I'm, I'll probably rewatch it at some point. I'll rewatch this more than I would watch like a WandaVision or a Loki. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Hmm. Yeah. Um, um, again, for a Hawkeye show. Cannot pretty good. Believe they made, cannot believe I saw a full Hawkeye show. Like, I, if you had told me two, two years ago, like, you're going to fucking love the Hawkeye show. Like, fucking asshole. What the fuck do you know? But yeah, that pretty good. Pretty fun. Um, kind of weird that uh, that uh, um, Holly Stanfield had this show, Arcane and uh, Dickinson coming up at the same time. That girl is busy. She's always working. Good for her. Yeah, she's young. Um, she's not married. She doesn't have any kids. She's fine. Good for her. Uh, Stream Arcane on Netflix. It's fucking dope. Um, yeah, so that's it. Thank you so much for joining us. If you didn't hear, if you didn't hear our Spider-Man review because you still don't have tickets, <laughs> um, um, nerds. Thank you for joining us. My name is Chema. This is Eddie. We're the rollback. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, and we will see you on the next one. Bye, everybody. <laughs>